America. Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. Good afternoon, my fellow Americans. Welcome back to America First. I'm your host, JWR. We have a few things to talk about today, but before we get into that, we have our weekly segment of Today in History. Today in history, in 1944, the United States and Allied troops invaded Normandy. This was the largest air, land, and sea invasion in history. The goal was to surprise Germany, but Germany was ready to fight. It was the beginning of the end of World War II, and we are... Great. Like, Let me just say, on behalf of myself, I am very grateful for those who gave their lives that day, and those who continue to fight for our freedom. It was a very bloody day and i do not envy anybody that was on that beach but i am extremely grateful for their sacrifice now on to some news first oklahoma governor kevin stitt has signed an executive order that states oklahoma oklahoma agencies will be barred from requiring face masks or covid19 vaccinations as a condition of being allowed to enter a state building or office. Stitt signed the order on Friday, saying it's time the state returned to normal. He further uh, clarified this rule will not extend to faculties or facilities where patient care is the primary function. Stitt refused to issue a statewide mask mandate, but in November required masks inside state buildings. This order was later lifted in March. Stitt also signed a bill prohibiting mask mandates and vaccination requirements in state schools and colleges. He attributed the recent lifting of COVID-19 restrictions to the fortitude of his constituents. According to data released from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, around 41% of Oklahoma's population has received at least their first dose of the COVID-19 vaccine, with nearly 34% fully vaccinated. The Republican governor stressed how every resident of the state must have access to government services whether they decide to wear a mask or not. The order will officially go into effect on Tuesday. Next, a Michigan court has ruled several recall petitions against Governor Gretchen Whitmer can move forward denying her bid to thwart them. In a ruling last week, the Michigan Court of Appeals backed the state uh, canvasser boards approval of six recall petitions against Whitmer and one against Lieutenant Governor Garland uh, Gilt, Gilt, Giltrist, Gilchrist uh, the Democrats had claimed the petitions did not adequately describe what the authorities cited as reasons for the recall and therefore planned to appeal the court's ruling this come as Whitmer has garnered notable scrutiny over her COVID-19 lockdown orders and violating her own rules multiple times. Michigan Democrat has attracted controversy after her and several members of her administration were caught violating uh, COVID-19 protocols. On one account, Whitmer was spotted out to eat with many individuals who were seen combining their parties and disregarding mask mandates. The arrangement violated the state's Department of Health and Human Services order mandating that all parties at least six feet be at least six feet apart. Next, Governor Greg Abbott vowed to defund the state's legislative branch 
after state Democrats refused to pass an election integrity bill. In a tweet on Monday, Abbott stated he would veto Article 10 of the recently passed state budget that funds the state's legislature. Legislature. In the tweet, he says, I will veto Article 10 of the budget passed by the legislature. Article 10 funds the legislative branch. No pay for those who abandon their responsibilities. Stay tuned. Uh, on Sunday, state Democrat representatives walked off the floor of the House and effectively blocked the vote on a major elections reform bill by breaking quorum. SB 7 was introduced by Republicans in an effort to ensure integrity in future elections. It passed through the Texas state's uh, Texas Senate with ease and was highly expected to pass through the House, where Republicans currently hold an 83 to 67 majority. Democrats thwarted the, that effort by claiming many of the bill's provisions are too strict and amount to voter suppression. Former Representative Beto O'Rourke responded to the matter stating, It's worth remembering that our democracy is the exception and not the rule in this world. He went on to say, as, as hard fought as the democracy was won, as this democracy was won, we can so easily lose it with provisions like this one. Heading into this last legislative session, Abbott outlined election integrity and, ba and bail reform uh, as two hot-button items. Neither of those issues were addressed by lawmakers. In a tweet on Sunday, Abbott said those two things will be emergency items for a special legislative legislative session and asserted that they both must pass. Abbott did not say when the special session will take place, but mentioned legislators are expected to have details worked out by, by uh, worked out when they arrive at the Capitol. Next, Florida Republican Governor Ron DeSantis kicked off, kicked off the start of Pride Month by signing a bill into law, the Fairness in Women's Sports Act that protects uh, female athletes from having to compete against biological males. We believe in the state of Florida of protecting the fairness and the integrity of women's athletics, DeSantis said, and I tell you this, in Florida, you know, girls are going to play girls' sports and boys are going to play boys' sports. That's what we're doing. We're going to make sure that that's the reality. So the bill that we're doing today will ensure fairness for women athletics for years to come in the state of Florida. It says that athletic teams or sports that are designated for females are open to females and we're going to and we're going to go based off biology. The bill defines a student's biological sex based on the student's official birth certificate at the time of birth, DeSantis continued. And as part of the bill we're signing today, we're not only making sure women have opportunities for scholarships and competition at, highest, at the highest level, we're also putting in statute, uh, statute ways to actually vindicate the rights of any women athletics or athletes who may be discriminated against. So moving forward, any student who's deprived of an athletic opportunity as a result of a violation of this law will have the right to civil remedies. Any school or public post-secondary institution that suffers direct or indirect harm as a result of a violation of this bill 
including by a governmental entity, uh, accrediting organization or athletic association can also pursue civil remedies. Any student who is subject to retaliation as a result of reporting a violation of this bill can also pursue civil remedies. DeSantis played a video at the press conference showing biological males competing against girls in track races at the high school level and winning, which DeSantis said was blatantly unfair. Attending the event was Selena Soul, Soul, S O U L E, a track athlete from Connecticut, who fell one place short of being able to qualify for finals after losing to two biological males. DeSantis dismissed threats from the NC uh, the NCAA, warning against laws that protect girls from having to compete against biological males in sports. Uh, he said some of these organizations say they're not going to hold events if you do this. Just let me say very clear. In Florida, we're going to do what's right. We'll stand up. Uh, we'll stand up to corruption. Uh. They're not going to dictate the policies in this state. Continued with, we will stand up to groups like the NCAA who think that they should be able to dictate the policies in different states. Hello, my fellow Americans. It's me, JWR, just chiming in to tell you about our new merch line, If you go to redbubble.com and look up America First Podcast, you'll find multiple items with our logo on it. Any and all purchases will go to bettering the podcast and to some charities. But uh, yeah, just check it out. We got shirts, bags, stickers, pins, cups. But uh, anyway, again, this has been JWR from America First. And thanks for tuning in. And thank you for your support. Next, officials confirmed New York City's MTA system was hacked on in April. Officials confirmed the breach on Wednesday where three of the transit agency's 18 systems were impacted by hackers linked to a group based in China. Following joint alerts from the FBI, NSA, and CISA, the MTA chief uh, technology officer said they were able to quick, act quickly and aggressively he added a forensic audit, found no evidence, op- uh, no evidence operational systems were impacted, no employee or customer information breached, no data lost, and no changes to vital systems. Officials said the agency's existing multi-layered security system prevented the attack spread to other uh, internal systems, adding it continues to strengthen As a precautionary measure, MTA forced a password change on nearly 4,000 users, although Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer uh, stresses more action needs to be taken. We need to up our game. We have to do much more to guard against these cyber attacks. Russia, China, Iran allow these private hackers to roam free at will, and there may be uh, there may be government connections, one way or another, at some of them, to some of them, particularly in Russia. Uh, he said, "Sorry." 
<clears throat> Schumer added, as cyber attacks have become a global threat, our knowledge into cybersecurity needs to be shared in a better and more secure way. So, try, you know, make sure you are safe online because, yeah, like this is, as more stuff is put online and uses databases, all that stuff, it's, uh, the risk grows. So, just make sure you are protected. And finally, we have Communist China has seemingly threatened a nuclear war against the U.S. amid calls for a real probe into the origins of COVID-19. The Global Times newspaper, which is controlled by the Communist Party, released an editorial article stating Beijing is prepared for a nuclear war with the U.S. The article claimed China, or, yeah, China is building new warheads and intercontinental missiles to deter the U.S., it went to on to add the number of China's nuclear warheads must reach the quantity that makes U.S. elites shiver. Should they entertain the idea of engaging in a military confrontation with China? This comes as China currently has some 350 nuclear warheads while the U.S. has 6,000. The Global Times controversial article was published days after Joe Biden announced the launch of a new probe into whether the coronavirus leaked, uh, leaked from a lab in Wuhan. While China has denounced the new investigation and claimed it politicized, many Republicans have said the previous investigation conducted by the World Health Organization lacked transparency. The WHO mission was a joke. It was filled with a bunch of people who had to had no relevant expertise. They didn't do they didn't get to interview the researchers and the staff in the lab. They didn't get the records, stated Senator Tom Cotton uh, of Arkansas. They basically sat in a conference room and got some coffee and donuts and were fed a PowerPoint set of lies by Chinese communist apparatchiks. Apparatchiks? Oh. Uh... During a recent interview, Cotton went on to mention that China's aggression amid the upcoming investigation suggests they have something to hide. They are not only incompetent and negligent in this laboratory if the virus came from the lab, but uh, malevolent, sorry, can't read, <clears throat> by showing complete disregard for the lives of their own subjects in addition to lives around the world, he stated. The U.S. Intelligence Committee has a 90-day deadline to come back with a report on their findings. Until then, the Global Times article warned even a minor incident could spark a full-scale war due to what is called a hostile attitude by the U.S. Well, that, <laughs> Woo, that would be something, huh? Just another thing to add to the year? <laughs> war with China? Huh? Pretty sure that's how the Fallout games get started, but anyway, that's it for this week. Uh, there wasn't too much, uh, but we did end on a bang. <laughs> but uh, thank you for listening on today's episode. Be sure to check out previous episodes to stay up to date and follow us on Twitter at capital S lowercase C M B A G capital N. Uh, we won't be doing a JWR Reads this week, 
because I will be gone uh, camping with my family. But we should pick it back up next week. Uh, so until the next time, America, I've been your host, JWR. And remember, stay informed, stay involved, keep America first.